Hello, everybody. This is Tom Santilli, your host of the Film Survivor Podcast, and I uh, appreciate you joining me today. It's a special edition of the podcast. Usually during the Survivor season, uh, the CBS show Survivor that I love and follow, and most of you do as well, every so often during the season I will get uh, an interview because I'm a movie critic as well, and uh, I have somebody very special on the show today. So this episode is going to be all about movies, uh, one movie in particular, and it's a movie called Wildlife. I'm going to be speaking momentarily with Zoe Kazan, who is just a phenomenal, phenomenal writer and actress. Uh, she has done so much uh, in so little time. In fact, in 2012, she won the group that I'm a part of, the Detroit Film Critics Society. We awarded her with the Breakthrough uh, Performance Award of the Year, and man, has she broken through since then. A lot of you might know her from her work, uh, which I won't go over all through it here, but uh, she was the love interest for Kamel Nanjiani in last year's The Big Sick, which was a great movie. And here she is the, she does not appear in this movie Wildlife, but she is one of the co-writers. She wrote the movie with her husband, fellow actor Paul Dano. And uh, Wildlife is actually Paul Dano's directorial debut, uh, but him and his wife Zoe Kazan wrote the film together. It is based on a novel by Richard Ford of the same name, and it is just a wonderful, wonderful uh, little family drama. It has a very independent vibe to it. But we're going to talk all about that, and uh, my review for that film will be coming up in a few weeks. But uh, let's just get into this with uh, with the writer the co-writer of Wildlife and actress Zoe Kazan. Here's my interview. And remember, you can follow all of my movie stuff as well as my Survivor stuff uh, on Twitter, at Tom Santilli. I'm on Instagram as well, Film Survivor. And uh, we hope you check us out there. We'll talk to you after the interview. We'll be back. Hey, Hi. how's it going? Good, how are you? Oh, I'm so good. This is such an awesome uh, honor and pleasure to be able to speak with you. I'm a huge fan of everything that you do. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> Thank you. I want to apologize in advance. I was going to try to make it home for our interview, but um, my earlier interview went long, and so I'm on the streets of New York. If you can't hear me at any point, just let me know, okay? It just adds to the authenticity of everything. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> okay. Um, no, super cool, and uh, also uh, congratulations, too. I know that you just recently had a baby, so congrats on that. Thanks so much. I have a two-year-old, so I know that that changes your Aww, world a Oh, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. So, yeah, um, so, you know, I, I just, I wanted to get into the movie, obviously. I, I really uh, dug Wildlife. I thought it was super cool. Talk a little bit about, you know, just the, the idea that writing is, like, in your blood. You know, both of your parents are screenwriters, Academy Award-nominated screenwriters. Uh, what... Uh, what does it do for you? Why, what, what's, why are you so passionate about writing? What does it uh, do for you personally? Oh, wow. Um, gosh. I, I really think one. everybody... Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a really good question. It's a good way to ask that question. Um, you know, yes, I think... Uh, gosh, uh, you know, I, I grew up with two parents who were writers, so I got to see firsthand, like, the joys and pitfalls of that life. Mm -hmm. um, I will say that on an absolutely personal level, I, I sort of think everyone should write. I think it's so good for the soul. I mean, I'm experiencing it just now, you know, have, like you said, having had this baby. Mm -hmm. um, our baby, uh, you know, I've been keeping a journal 
and just finding time to sit down and be with myself sure. um, in that way has um, allowed me to process some of this enormous emotional change. Um, and in a smaller way, you know, writing the plays I've written, the screenplays I've written, like, and also all the writing that I've done that no one will ever see that lives <laughs> on my computer, all the terrible plays, <laughs> bad short stories, you know, like, sure. all of that um, has allowed me to have a private relationship with my creativity. Um, I think that that's kind of invaluable, especially because as an actor, you're always waiting for someone else to give you permission yeah, to sure. do your work. Sure. And, like, that can be really hard on the psyche. You know, it can be really hard to wait all the time for someone to think you're good enough for the right person. And mm -hmm. having the ability to just open my computer, or open my notebook, and be alone with my imagination, it's really um, let me stay sane, I think, in my very strange profession. Well, in, in this in this movie too, Wildlife. Uh, I mean, Carrie Mulligan and Jake Gyllenhaal are phenomenal. You know, so it, obviously, like taking nothing away for their performances. It, it, I I was wondering though, you know, you and your husband Paul Dano are you know great actor actress in, in your own right. What what about this uh, film? Um, was there any inclination at any point for the two of you to be in this movie? Like, what made you decide um, to just kind of uh, do the writing duties and, and not actually like act in the film? Well, when we read the book, um, Paul felt immediately like there might be a film for him to direct there. Okay. Uh, and so he, you know, I think from the beginning felt like this was one for us to be on the other side of the camera. And I uh, completely agreed. There was never even a conversation actually had that we would ever ask in this. Okay. Just, uh, it just didn't seem like the right fit. Okay. Um, you, you've written a lot, of course, too, before this, and I'm a huge fan of uh, Ruby Sparks, which is amazing. Uh, our group, too, by the way, we voted you, like, Breakthrough back in 2012, which I know is always a funny term in the acting world because, you know, in the writing world, because you probably, you've been doing this for several, several years, and then suddenly somebody calls you Breakthrough, <laughs> you know, somewhere along the way. But, uh, you know, uh, with the writing, though, talk talk about the idea of collaboration with, with Paul in terms of the two of you writing uh, versus just kind of tackling something on your own. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you. And <laughs> honestly, I hope someone calls me Breakthrough something when I'm, like, 80. That would be great. <laughs> right, sure. Um, <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, you know, it was really different. You know, there were a lot of things that were different about this project for me. It's the first time that I've adapted something. It's the first time that I've written with someone else. And it's also the first time I've ever written anything for a specific director um, mm -hmm. to direct. Uh, knowing what Paul's taste was and what kind of film he wanted to make really informed our writing process. Um, I felt sometimes like I was almost doing, like, an acting exercise of, like, how to write like I was Paul. Mm. Um you know, we're very similar in a lot of ways, but we have slightly different tastes. And he really saw the movie from the start in his head, what he wanted to make. And I felt in a way that I was just trying to help him execute that or bring it to life. Um, sorry, there's an ambulance. <laughs> uh, like, this is, this is the real sounds of New York that we're getting here. I love it. Oh, yeah. Um, you know... Uh, Writing with him was actually kind of a joy, and, like, it was really fun. We lean on each other all the time creatively, you know? Like, he's the first person that reads anything that I write, and he's 
the person I go to when I have an acting problem and he comes to me in that same way. So That's great. working together sort of makes more official what we already do for each other in a way. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, you know, we had this, because we were adapting a book, we had this first material that was in a way the final say, you know, mm -hmm. like always return to the book and look at what was there to ground us again. I don't know. It was, it was just very harmonious. It sounded like Paul had a vision of, of this as a movie, you know, from the minute he read the book. Uh, being that he directed the film, and you're his wife, though, and you know, being the co-writer on the film, was there any, did you have any inclination, any input into Paul's process as a director? Uh, what did you think of Paul's vision of the movie once it uh, was on the screen? Hmm. I'm so proud of the movie. I mean, mm -hmm. first of all, it's very hard for me to have any objectivity because <laughs> um, we're both producers on this film, and that's just a way of putting a label to the enormous amount of work and love and care that we put into this movie. You know, um, he was in the editing room with the film for half a year, and I was there probably half that time with him, a few mm -hmm. times a week, every week, you know. Um, uh, I looked at every minute of the dailies while they were shooting. So there was a sense that I have of, like, you know, it's like seeing your life on screen. It's not just the images and the final product. So it is hard for me to say, but I really do think it's very rare to get to make the movie that you set out to make. And um, I think that we did, and I think he did. Uh, I'm really proud of him. And I mentioned uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Carrie Mulligan and, and really everybody, Bill Camp, uh, Ed Exenbold, everybody else who's in the movie, uh, really did a stellar job. But we tend to kind of see that, right, a lot of times. It seems like when actors um, direct, sometimes you get those amazing performances in those movies. As an actress and being on both sides of the, of the camera, uh, why why is that, do you think? Why is it... Uh, what is an actor bringing to the table that a, that a director who's never acted might be missing? Well, in some way you'd have to ask Carrie and Jake that because I've never, I don't think I've ever been directed by an actor. Okay. I will say, I think Paul, when Paul, I think that the way that he approaches text as an actor is not dissimilar from how he approaches it as a director. Mm -hmm. I think that he... He's incredibly thoughtful. He's the kind of person that doesn't talk unless they have something to say. Mm -hmm. um, he's a very gentle person. He's a good listener. Um, and he's incredibly meticulous. Um, he's very patient. And I think he brought all of those qualities to his work as a director. I think that you know, he probably does have an advantage in some way of working with actors, knowing what it is to be an actor. I think he has probably more tools at his disposal than someone who doesn't know what he knows about acting. Right. But I'm most proud of what he did with the camera because he had those images in his head from the very start. Mm. Like from, from before we ever started writing, he mm. had images in his head that he managed to communicate to his GP and his production designer and his costume designer. And when I, when I look at the film, I see his eye, and that's really exciting. That's awesome. 
uh, tell people a little bit too about the, you know, uh, you know, a little bit about what the film is. You know, I know that there's some social issues kind of too. The, the movie takes place in 19 in the 60s, but there's some very kind of uh, you know prevalent themes in it as well. You know, in terms of even like the gender roles or you know uh, things, that w- the dynamic of a family shifting. Uh, just talk a little bit about that in terms of uh, what it is uh, that people might expect going in. Yeah, so Wildlife is a movie about a family starting to fall apart in Montana in 1960. And um, Jake Gyllenhaal and Carrie Mulligan play this married couple, and their marriage is starting to crumble, and you're seeing that through the eyes of their son. So in some ways it's like a movie about divorce, even Mm -hmm. though it's really also about a family trying to stay, stay together and figuring out a way how to be individuals but still love each other um you know it's been very emotional i think for people who are children of divorce who have been through that themselves sure we keep hearing from journalists and critics and friends uh about their own emotional connection to the material and that means so much to us sure um i think it's also yeah it's also about a time in which women's roles and men's roles are more um, rigidly defined. And uh, I think Jake's character and Carrie Mulligan's character, they're both struggling against and with those uh, sort of gender roles. Mm -hmm. You know, what is a man supposed to be in 1960? What is a woman supposed to be in 1960? And uh, how comfortable are they with uh, with those archetypes? That's awesome, too. So with... With this film too, you know, a lot of these kind of independent films really rely on you know word of mouth and people getting out to see them and telling their friends about them and stuff like that. Uh, this movie has been well re- received by everybody so far since it debuted. Uh, do you do you pay attention a lot to that um, even more so? I mean, a lot of what you've done has kind of been on the independent side of things. <laughs> we haven't seen you in a Marvel movie yet, I don't think. Uh, but like. Talk about the importance of an independent film, and just the you know the idea that people need to get out there, uh, see it, find it, seek it out, that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, look, we have been so lucky with this film to have been embraced by critics the way that we have. Mm-hmm. Like, it means the world to us, and we really have just like we've gotten to play all these festivals, we've had all these like glowing reviews, and. That means everything. Um, But at the end of the day, we want people to see our film. We want, like, moviegoers who want interesting dramas about adults to go out Mm -hmm. and, like, put their money where their mouth is. It sucks, (laughs) right? That movie prices cost so much. And as a new parent, I know how hard it is to leave your kids Mm -hmm. and, like, get a babysitter and the whole deal. (laughs) But... We can talk a big game about, oh, like, I'm a cinephile. What kind of movies do you love? Like, that kind of thing, right? right. But when you see, like, what happens, like, there's this, basically, like, people won't keep making movies like this if the audience doesn't go and seek them out. Right. So exactly. whether it's our movie or any one of the other independent movies that are out right now, like, it's really important if you love that kind of movie, to go and buy a ticket. Sure. It makes such a huge difference. 
Absolutely. Well, I, I truly, truly appreciate your time. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. Can you, is there anything else, if people were trying to seek out this film, do you guys have any things like set up uh, with the movie, like social media or places people can find out more information, where to buy tickets, or uh, do you guys have like Twitter or anything like that for the film? Yeah, so you can go to my Twitter, first of all, which is Zoe in the Cities, at, you know, at Zoe in the Cities. Um, uh you know, at Wildlife the Film is where our movie's Twitter and also where our movie's Instagram is. Perfect. And then you can also go to at IFC Films for information. Any of those places you can see where to buy tickets. What we're playing in a handful of cities right now on Friday and today, Friday we're playing in more. Um, we'll play in more next weekend. We're doing a slow rollout. Cool. We're really counting on word of mouth. So I just say, if you see it and you like it, tell two friends. <laughs> like, help spread the word. Because we're a really small movie with, you know, a really small P&A budget. Yeah. And, you know, we really do rely on people loving our film and telling people about it to get the word out. Well, Zoe, again, so this is so cool for me, honestly. Thank you again for taking the time to, to talk with me. And best of Thank luck you so much. with uh, not only the movie, uh, but with your uh, parenthood, because that will be Thank you. more rewarding, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. I really appreciate that. No Thanks. problem. Thanks again. Take All care. Right. Bye. Take care. Yep. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Zoe Kazan. Wildlife is in theaters on November the 16th in the Detroit market. Uh, if you're in a different market, you might want to check and just make sure when it opens in your area. That will do it for this week. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to this special edition of the Film Survivor Podcast. Remember to uh, check out Movie Show Plus, which is the show that I produce. Yeah, that show is on in the Detroit area on Sunday mornings at 10.30 on TV20. It then is again on, on Channel 38 in Detroit at 4 o'clock on Sundays. It's also available online, though, movieshowplus.com. We have a lot of cool stuff going on there. Also, if you're in the Detroit area... If you like movies like I do, you're going to want to check out my new monthly series at the Maple Theater. It's called Movie Chat with Tom Santilli. November the 13th is the first one that we're doing. And uh, we're going to be screening Young Frankenstein that night, one of my favorite Mel Brooks movies. We're going to be screening that on the big screen and then doing a little Q&A afterward. Uh, but come to the Maple Theater. They have an awesome little uh, kitchen bistro there with a bar. They have a coffee shop. So come early. The show is at 7 o'clock, and uh, again, there's going to be some give-outs, giveaways, handouts, all that kind of stuff happening before the screening, and uh, then the Q&A after the screening. So please join me there. You can get tickets uh, at themaplethealer.com. You can also go to movieshowplus.com for more information and for links just to make it easier for you. We are giving out some free tickets too, so check out the website again to find out information on how you can win some free tickets to check out Young Frankenstein. That's all for right now. We will be back uh, normally scheduled time on Thursday for another Survivor-themed episode of the podcast where we have the exit interview. If you're not watching Survivor, what is your problem? Get into it, man. We're in season 37, so jump on board. One of the best shows on television still. So uh, that'll do it. Uh, Everybody, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you soon. I'm Tom Santilli. We'll see you next time on the Film Survivor Podcast.